Sometimes you don't want to hire. I often don't want to hire. Adding new team members to your team is stressful. Exciting, but stressful. You want to get it right, but it's also a big risk and one that can have lasting consequences. When you're running out of bandwidth on your current team, or when it feels like there are plenty of opportunities just out of your grasp, if you only had some additional skill sets in the office, hiring can feel like your best option. But is it? Sometimes it makes a lot more sense to test the waters by outsourcing some or all of a part of your business. And sometimes outsourcing works so well, you never need to hire in-house for the role at all. That's what we're going to talk about on today's episode of the Spin Sucks podcast, what you can outsource and when you should do that versus hiring someone full-time. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. Welcome back, everyone. Let's talk about outsourcing, baby. Let's talk about outsourcing. No, it totally doesn't work. What's the first thing you think of when you hear the term outsourcing? Maybe it's jobs moving overseas or having someone else take care of your cooking or housework, which I do. Or maybe it's the roster of firms and service providers you use to amp up parts of your organization. Clearly, we should talk about jobs moving overseas. Are you ready for 11 minutes or so of geopolitical analysis? Let's start with the Industrial Revolution. No? Okay, if you insist, we'll talk about outsourcing in business. Killjoys. Ugh. In most organizations, there are certain things you specialize in, particular skills, industry knowledge, and processes that you can implement better than anyone else. These are not the kinds of things that you should outsource. You and the people critical to your organization's success can't be outsourced either. The organization's key roles are off the table for outsourcing, but the parts of your work that are directly related to the specialized knowledge, relationships, and skills you and your team have aren't the only parts of running and growing a business. There are tons of business areas that you may not want to handle in-house. Does your company really need a full-time payroll or HR person? What about someone to run paid ads or buy media? Content writers, assistants, graphic designers, bookkeepers, legal professionals? Probably definitely don't need an in-house attorney unless you're a gigantic corporation. Outsourcing also works well when your team is churning along but are swamped and you can't get to all of the priorities. Bringing on a project manager as a short-term solution is a great way to outsource accomplish all of your priorities, and still have a semblance of a work-life balance. That's the key to thinking about how you outsource, which tasks and or roles are necessary for business, but not to providing the key products or services. Another way to think about this is to create three lists. Number one, the things you are really good at doing and only you can do. Number two, the things you enjoy doing, but either are not a priority or don't fit within your bailiwick. For instance, for me, that would be Facebook ads. I love, love, I don't know what it is, I love doing Facebook ads, but they're better suited for someone with that sole expertise. Or number three, the things you hate doing and are not a priority, but should get done eventually. Bookkeeping, contracts, HR processes. Here's an example in my own business. There are certain things that have to get done in a timely manner, but definitely do not fit my core expertise. Those things do include bookkeeping, writing contracts, tax preparation, <laughs> HR, 
new employee onboarding, internal processes, heck, even social media scheduling and project management. Can I do all of that stuff? Sure. Do I enjoy it? Um, no. I wouldn't even say I'm good at it. Certainly not better than an expert. So I could do all of those things and hate my life and wonder why I started my own business just to do the things I hate to do. Or I could outsource it all so I spend my time working with clients and helping their businesses grow. You also can consider outsourcing when you're thinking about expanding to a new product or service offering. For example, if we wanted to add a full paid media profit center beyond social media advertising, did I mention I really love to do that? We could either outsource as we brought in the clients to enable us to afford to hire full-time, or we could partner with another agency to do it. Either way, we don't take the risk of hiring a bunch of people until after we have the clients to support the workload. There are also some surprisingly critical tasks you can outsource, particularly if they're not things you love to do and not in your core expertise. So there are things that land on list two or three. For instance, speech writing for executives. Critical? Yes. Something they need to do on their own? A no. I wrote not too long ago about outsourcing executive thought leadership. There are, of course, nuances to the idea, which you can read about. I have the link in the show notes for you. A lot of people are surprised that I work with a ghostwriter, but by outsourcing first drafts and collaborating on topics, themes, and angles, I'm able to get a lot more content out there in a way that is still authentic. I always say it's significantly easier to start with a draft versus a blank sheet of paper. So while it may feel a bit disingenuous to you yourself at first to outsource some of those things, you can still have a hand in the final pieces and definitely in the human to human element, such as engaging with readers, listeners, viewers, or crushing a speech. The things that are on your three lists, number one, the things you are really good at doing and only you can do. Number two, the things you enjoy doing, but either are not a priority or don't fit within your bailiwick. Or number three, the things you hate doing and are not a priority, but should get done eventually. Outsource the things that are on list two and three, and you can keep the things on list one because they fit your expertise and there's things that you enjoy doing. That brings me back to the things you really, really shouldn't outsource. There are two things you should never outsource, engagement and business strategy. Let's go over both. Engagement, of course, is the connection you are building with your own audience or that your clients are building under your direction. In communications, this can get a little hairy because there's a lot of content going out there on a lot of different platforms. The key thing to remember is that a member of the audience should never be confused about or surprised by who they're talking to. If the CEO's name is in the byline, that's who should respond to the comments. If the Twitter account says John, then John should engage with tweets. This is why you see a lot of corporate accounts without personalized names or individual team members signing off on specific tweets. You never want someone to feel misled or to be confused by who they're talking to. The other thing you should not outsource is business strategy. You can absolutely hire a coach or bring in a facilitator to help you get through annual strategy planning, but the actual work needs to be done by your internal teams. When there's a lot going on and you have decision fatigue and you just wish it was all someone else's job for a little while, not that I know anything about that, it can be nice to imagine some brilliant expert coming in and telling you exactly how to grow your organization. That isn't going to happen. 
You can buy advice, you can buy services, and you can buy help with execution, but the only people who can decide how your organization needs to grow are you and your internal teams. Don't try to outsource the heart of what you do. That's on you. That's all I have for you this week. Thank you for joining me. And don't forget to share this episode with anyone you think needs to hear it. I'd love to hear your outsourcing wins, horror stories, and hacks. So head on over to the Spin Sucks community at spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. That's spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. Next week, we're going to talk about one of the most loved social media platforms on the internet. We're doing it for the gram. I'll see you then. If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the Spin Sucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review. 